Golden Globes Theater. That's better. Is that better? Yeah. I did I did one take where I went, Hello, welcome to Golden Globes Theater. Murray was not okay with it. No, so it just sounded weak. We got the weak it didn't sound like a warrior. Yes. Warriors. So Murray, I'm so glad I'm cracking a few beers here. I've got a cu- I've got some ice over here. I got a couple olives ready for us to make our own butt can't martinis. Wait. Can't like, wait. I I can't wait. We ha- like you keep thinking that I mean, obviously we're called Golden Globes Theater, and I keep telling you, Golden Globes were more than just action movies, and you're like, no, we're gonna stick to the action. Well, tonight we're doing the fun. We're getting into a non-action Golden Globus movie, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's right. I watched the first half of this movie, and then I fell asleep. Well, there was action. It was of a different kind. Yeah, it was shaving asses and pigs. Well, and... Let's, not, let's not get too ahead of ourselves here. What to... are you talking about? This well, is a this is a fun Animal House movie. Yeah, it's like Porky's. Yeah, exactly. Nothing ever bad happens ever. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It. This movie's weird, Griff. I don't know how it's weird. I mean, it's outside very, of the it's well, it's, it's very tonally a weird movie because I'm I'm all in when I see these guys. These guys, first of all, the coolest guys ever. Coolest shorts like an inch below their ball line, like so cool. Socks past the knees. Yeah, they got it all, man. They got the world by the balls. Yeah, Ooh, wow. And they got a cool dog. They're just living the life, man. The life I wish I could live. I mean, their house looks like a fucking castle. Like their frat house. Like when you get the exterior cuts, it has no, the no, fucking yeah. oil windows and shit. Oil windows? Yeah, the windows they used to use to drop oil out of. Oh. Like it's a legit <laughs> castle, man. You oh, I don't know what to tell you. You need I to mean, research I, castles a little bit more. Yeah, I, well, I watch Game of Thrones. Isn't that enough? Uh, apparently not. Did you s- update your Tinder bio to reflect <laughs> yes. that? Yeah. Okay. Now on my Tinder, when, people, when you're looking at ladies only, <laughs> when you're looking at my <laughs> Tinder, I, my new phrase is, if you want a whore, buy one. <laughs> if you want a king, I had to change it. King. Did you? <laughs> well, you you got to earn it. So me and every white girl in America. Are high-fiving on the internet yes. right now. <laughs> you go, girl. I, I'm proud of you. You've gotten a lot of hits since then, right? No, they're just swiping past me. <laughs> okay. Isn't that what they do? I don't even know what I they don't, do. I don't know either. Yeah. Oh, man. This uh, this movie really does bait and switch you. Yeah, it gets it's, it's fucking fun as shit. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> and then it gets <laughs> dark as shit. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so. It is, it is like. Anybody who's like white privilege isn't a thing. I, f- I feel like this movie kind of scratches this, the yeah, surface of like, like this is very this movie could have been called the young white privilege warriors because they're douchebags. They are complete douchebags, and they never stop being douchebags. Which is, I guess, that's interesting. At no point does anyone ever tell them like, "Hey, you can't do that." Well, uh, they're just like, "Fuck you! I'm doing whatever I want. I'm white, rich, you know the fuck I want," uh, uh, and yeah. they do it. It, it, it is absolute insanity. I hope that, you know, people are willing to watch this because it is a YouTube feature film. Right. It's very dark. I'll mind you that. 
it, it, visually it's very dark. What was going on with the lighting in this movie? Well, that's was, what I meant. Oh, I thought you just yeah, went no. totally dark. To- yeah. It gets totally very dark. Yeah, it was very dark. Yeah, I where the fuck is the Criterion Collection when you need them? Like this, why this movie? Of course, I have it on Laserdisc, but this movie isn't even released on DVD. No, I don't know why. It's fucking great. It like today, I feel like it should be taught in schools because it, it's literally a troubled teen who goes to college classes, tells his professor, "I'm fucked up. I'm about to shoot the shit out of some people." And yeah, there's a lot. This movie was so ahead of its time, Griff. Yeah. We just, there was just something in the news about some chick who like was obsessed with Columbine. Exactly. This is very topical episode. We're always like ahead of the curve, man. It's very going globus at the same time somehow. Like this is this is one for the ages. It is. So get whoever if somebody's listening to us and has is one of those companies that re-releases DVDs, special editions. We're available for director's commentary. Yeah, Shout Factory. Uh, Make it happen. We'll do commentary on it. You collection. can use this fucking episode if you want. You don't even have to call so it in. Get, I mean, we'll do a little extra DVD content because <laughs> obviously this will play nicely into a play-by-play with the DVD itself. But yeah, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll help out where we can when yeah. time is available. <laughs> right. So you might have a 10-minute window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're that, busy people. Those 10 minutes are going to blow your mind just like this movie. Absolutely. They will fucking cut your boxer, shave, uh, cream well, your ass, and shit. Griff, let's just get into it. Let's, not, let's stop teasing these people. And Do we, I don't know if we have a trailer for this. Yes, there is a trailer. Are you sure? Yes. You listen to it? Yeah. Yeah, there is. I'm okay. Not, I'm not getting around. It, it's a nice like minute 17, something Ooh, like that. Guys, guess what's coming to you in the next <laughs> minute 17? So enjoy this next minute 17 of The Young Warriors, a.k.a. Graduates of Malibu High. They're just fun-loving American kids, but they're willing to take a stand. Are you implying that things like rape and murder are no longer immoral? The gangs have taken over. Violence rules the streets. The police are powerless. My hands are tied. You're not detectives. Their parents are helpless. Now they are ready to fight back. Students by day, vigilantes by night. Who the hell you guys think you are? That's our job. They're out to stop injustice. The young warriors, the ultimate weapon in the fight against crime. Thank you. Stop doing something. What you're doing is illegal. Free! The Young Warriors, they're ready for action. The Young Warriors, they're the new law. The Young Warriors, from the Cannon Group. All right, welcome back. That trailer, doing the trailer things. I just want to go ahead. We're going to get very confused in the characters here, because outside of the... There's five boys in the group... Yeah. Um, and, well, you've heard the band Average White Band. This yeah. is the average white group of people. Oh, yeah. It's so average. And I just want to go ahead and use your own notes here. Yeah. So we have Kevin, who's our main character, yeah. <clears throat> our brooding, disillusioned animator. 
very right. cool. He's like early Seth MacFarlane, if you will. <laughs> He's got to go on to make, you know. <laughs> exactly. What he, edgy. Edgy animation. He's edgy. He's always giving like non-sequitur jokes to his friends, and yeah. they just don't get it. And he's like, you guys just don't get it. Uh, and then we have Stan, who's the pre-med complete douchebag. Right. But he has to, he he's the only one that has a bit of a conscience. And I think he doesn't have a conscience. He's just worried they're he? he just worries they're gonna go to jail. Yeah, I would say he doesn't have any conscience other than the fact that <laughs> They're all monsters. Oh, absolutely. Like Stan is probably my number one like least character. Like he I is barely re- Scott, I hated Scott the most. Okay, that makes sense. Stan, but, I barely remember. Stan, I you're just, probably are thinking of Scott, but you think no, I think I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of Stan because okay. whenever he groped somebody, and at least he did it equally, he groped men and women nonstop throughout the movie. But he's got one of those stethoscopes on, so he's really not groping anybody. <laughs> Is he? Because I'm pretty sure he he's... grabbed that dude's balls and was like, "I'm gonna jerk you the fuck off." <laughs> and that guy was, and he's like, "Wait." You have testicular cancer, and he saved that guy's life. I don't remember this part, and uh, I'm not willing to refute it. So, yeah, that's exactly what happened. You know what? Okay. Stan, pretty good guy. But then we have Fred, who is the ROTC douche. The ROTC. ROTC. I think. He's involved in some kind of military. He's not, well, Obviously, he's not in the military because he's at college. Yeah, he's, but So I'm guessing it's ROTC. Yeah. And, yeah, so he's like their hookup with the guns. Yeah. I. Whoa. You're jumping too far ahead okay, of us. Sorry. This is the college fun frat sorry, house movie. Sorry, this is a f- nice farce. This is a frat house movie. And then we got Scott. Scott who's who, our douche. He's the major douche. I hate this guy. Th- yeah. He was the guy who was like, I'm the sergeant at arms. Get the sergeant a mater. And he like saluted to the cooler. Uh, he was awful. I'm going to imagine it's that guy. Yeah. Okay. And then we have George, who's just a Mexican guy. So it's just like <laughs> we're not racist. We have a Mexican guy in our group. You know, I mean, okay. he had to work his ass off to get in that group. He had to though. work his dong off. We'll talk about, <laughs> about that later. And th- we all thought he lost his dong. Yeah. And then finally, the best character I of thought, all the, the movie. This character is the heart and soul of the movie. You posted about it. I posted yeah, about it. You fuckers! You only gave me five likes on it. How Come dare on, you? It's a dog with a hat and glasses. Butch. Standard poodle, which is for you don't know, that's the big poodle. With yeah, he wears sunglasses at all times because he's cool as all fuck. Time. He's I, Joe I, Cool like Snoopy. Even when he's fighting bitches later on, he wears those sunglasses because he's just that cool. And he's wearing the sunglasses at night. Oh, oh, good point. So Butch is good. He's the only non douche in this movie. But I mean, all dogs go to heaven, so there's a reason. Dogs are just great. Right. It's kind of hard to make Except when dog. they're playing with toys while we're recording. Hey, look at her right now. She's just trying to... She's looking at my vinyl collection. She's just like, hey, let's scratch some records. All here. right, but so, okay. Movie starts out just like <laughs> every great sex comedy, early 80s teen sex comedy starts out on the beach. This is California. You got me on the beach. Dude. Uh, we're in Malibu, buddy, where the beautiful people live. We argued about this scene. I thought it was a very young Shades, our favorite character ever of all time. But well, no. maybe in the beginning he is, but he yeah. morphs into another classic character. Oh, yeah. But right now, so all we see, we just see a beach blanket with a bikini and a graduation gown lying down there and some shades. You're but, right. But not a newsie. Not newsy. Not yet. And we're like, I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I'm ready to party. We got that great Young Warrior song that we opened the yeah. show with. And we see our man Kev. He flicks on the shades. His girlfriend, Lucy, puts on the bikini. Yep. 
He rips on his, uh, his graduation gown. She, she's like, no, babe, keep the bikini. You're not wearing anything else but a bikini. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, hop on back my bike, babe. And this one he morphs into the Fonz. Yeah. He's cool as fuck. Cause guys, it's graduation day. And he's not going to let that interfere with his fuck session on the beach. So he's like, oh, shit, I guess we got to get our diplomas, too. So he takes off, hightails it, cut to the scene of the graduation. It's like, Ke- I don't even remember his, his name. Like, What was his last name? I Ke- I'm going to say his name's Kevin McDonald. Cause I think that's a guy from Kids in the Hall. Sure. And like, it is, actually. And he's yeah. like, Kevin McDonald. And they're like, where's Kev? All of his friends that we he grows up with, and they all go to the same college, Pacific coast high <laughs> yeah something like that yeah. very very california very like a golden globe is saying what is california high high school called yeah pacific coast but brilliant you know their parents paid for them to get in which yeah, again, is man. very topical very, yeah you know you damn right goddamn lady from full house and they and on top of it, they don't give a fuck that's just like the, the full house ladies kid they don't want yeah. it. they want to be influencers and they didn't even have the internet back then but he yeah. was so cool he was influencing me so they're like, where's fucking Kevin at? And then just like the Fonz, he rips his fucking motorcycle. Goes right up the stage on the motorcycle, people. What? Goes, yoink, grabs his diploma and takes off like a boss. Everybody, teachers, teachers. fucking parents, they're all just like, that kid, he's a rolling places. And they just give him a standing ovation. Teacher's like... I wanted fucking kick you out of school, but that was too cool, bro. Did she returns to the mic. She's just like, God damn it. If men don't want to be him and women don't want to be on him. And then he pops a wheelie and takes off. Cut to our next scene of uh, three, credits. Three, Yeah, we got to go. Three years later, credits. Pacific Coast. College, people. Hard at work, three years. They, so they're what seniors now? Whoop, whoop. Sure. That's an accident. That's a bloopy right there. So, our man Kevin, who's the he's a star of the movie. He's hard at work. He wants to be like the next like Seth MacFarlane, like you said. So he's like he's doing this shitty artwork, just like Seth MacFarlane, and he's slaving away. It's got to be the crack of noon. <laughs> Everybody else is like hung over, passed out. So their alarm clock goes up because they have a I have a. A class at like one and it's blasting he's like motherfucker i'm the, i just had this great cutaway joke for a star wars reference <laughs> like, he was like you're you're ruining it with the theme to our movie that we're w- <laughs> filming right now and he's like what is he just hurl something or does he like take a bat to the no thing? he says guys i'm sorry he I'll, i i got a clip for you later so you can hear his voice but it's very weird was are you? Am I wrong? Was his voice like really weird? I didn't get. It. I sounds, you didn't get it. Sounds, I thought his voice was very. Sound like an average white guy voice. Okay, oh I was really annoyed by his voice, but he's like, guys, could you turn it off? I'm working here, and he's you know drawing out his next work of art. So he trashes the alarm clock. One of the guys wakes up, and yeah, Fred. I want to say Fred. Fred. Fred fully erect and we're seeing all that dong it's just like nigel nigel peppercock walked onto the fucking set here fresh wee box and all and he grabs himself a nice cricket bat because you know he did a he did a semester overseas so you know a little background on him and went to uh, like over to europe to find himself did a backpacking type thing exactly 
So he takes that cricket bat. He fucking knocks the radio out the goddamn window. And next thing you know, another guy comes out of the. He's this is like, Scott. This is Scott. Comes Scott in. combing his hair. Perfectly feathered cloth. Perfectly. Oh, like, piece of shit. And he's like, guys, I want you to meet Ginger. And they're like, what? And lo and behold, naked girl lying in Scott's bed. Yeah. And, and of course, this is the 80s. We could do this back then. They just immediately start groping her. Stan is the first to come over. Well, Stan's He's like, our- I'm a doctor. Yeah. And so Stan- he got a stethoscope. Stan's the pre-med guy. So he, he runs over and he just starts open the fuck up. Everyone's just like, all right, good time. Kevin's over in the corner and Scott's laughing. It's his girlfriend. It. And he's like, ha, 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 fondle my girlfriend. What is wrong with him? And, well, it was the 80s, bro. You could do this shit. Yeah. And and I just want to point out all our horror fans that the girl getting groped is Linnea Quigley, the you know 80s scream queen who's famous for just getting naked in movies. And she doesn't disappoint in this movie because <laughs> she gets up fully naked and then runs out the room. And they're like, what are we going to do now, bro? I guess we gotta go to class. Gotta go to class. So this is when, uh, yeah, we meet Kevin in class. Well, no, we start out. We get this crazy animated thing. It, yeah, it's straight call. out of fucking Pink Floyd laser light show from the early eighties. Not bad, you know. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to us because we're cool. Yeah, but to the fucking teacher, I guess we're cool enough for uh, Family Guy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of dog stalking. <laughs> And a lot of like Star Wars references and references to other pop culture. Oh, so many! And it stops. And apparently, this guy, the teacher's a Simpsons fan, because he's like, "Kevin, this is trash, absolute trash. You're too out there. You're too edgy. This isn't going to sell. Art has boundaries, <laughs> and you have gone beyond them. I don't know what you think you're making here. You're the 1% of art. It was Bernie Sanders. <laughs> this is the guy that he's just, he's just jealous because he's a teacher. He had dreams of being the next Seth MacFarlane, yeah. and they came crashing down because he has no talent. So he's got to crush Kevin's dreams. So he's just pulling. Art doesn't have boundaries, dude. All right? You seen the last episode of fucking Family Guy? I lost my fucking mind. Pissed myself. It was so damn funny. And they're on season like 25. 25. So Kevin, he gives him an earful. He's like, hey, man, I speak through my animation. Fuck you, teacher. Yeah, we're getting an idea that Kevin is kind of emotionally unstable. He's in a weird state. But, uh, hey. Well, he's finally in his first time his life been challenged because he's like. That's a good point. Yeah. He just thinks he's the cock of the walk. He thinks he really thinks he's the Fonz. As white privilege has maybe finally run its course. Maybe. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He, this teacher has just told him, like, hey, actually, you're kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, you suck. You really don't have any talent. Yeah. Like, what? Hey, my mom says I have talent. My, oh, your mom would. And so. But it's it's a college movie. Yeah, we got to get back to some, it's, some it's action. A, it's frat fun time, all right? So let's go to the library with Stan, was it? Scott. Scott? So Scott shows up. Lynette Quigley's finally dressed, barely. She's yeah. got short shorts, cowboy he boots. Go, he goes up to She the looks front. like a Dallas Cowgirl, like cheerleader. Yeah, he goes up to the front desk, and of course it's two barely dressed women working the, the yeah. computers. There were yeah. computers back then. Uh, and she, they're just clicking away, and he goes... Yes, hello. I am uh, looking for the book about where to put my dick. Well, he said he was a little more coy about it. He said, "Yeah, he winked." 
No, he said, the, <laughs> I'm looking for the joy of sex. That was, oh. that was very, at that moment, that was a very big kind of book. Oh, okay. Yeah, he would have said Kama Sutra now, something like that. So if but, I go to Pontiac and go to their library and rent that book. You got to get past all the fucking homeless crackheads that are right <laughs> there. But, but yeah. your name's going to be in that book. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I, yeah, I checked it out for my third grade book report. <laughs> and I got an A. <laughs> so... Yeah, so his girlfriend, Ginger, Lynette Quigley, she's like, oh, I know where that is. I'll show you. Why don't I take you there? So she walks down the aisle. Oh, I dropped something. Bends over. There's a nice, classic Jewish character staring <laughs> well, in from- I don't know from... if he was Jewish. He was a nerd, okay? Oh, was he just a nerd? I, I, I thought he had a- <laughs> What is it? What is a it yarmulke? called? I, I thought he had a yarmulke. I'm sorry. I, I didn't see But that. he's in the back going, oh, boy, that's a oh lot. Oh, my God. That's a lot of tush. And I got to say, to, to paraphrase Rowdy Abilene from Heart Ticket to Hawaii, Ginger, you got a great ass. <laughs> great. she was wearing some sheer black panties, and Scott was like, let's just fuck here. And they let nature take its course. Yeah, they start kind of like doing this weird cutaway but you just hear the moaning, sweet pleasure. And then you see the nerd, like he's like looking sex. through, like he pulls out some books, he's looking through at the aisle, and he's just drooling. He like pulled a... out some books so his dick could fit in there. He was he already had a pure eyesight, man. <laughs> Whatever I don't know you what you're talking about. So we're back. It's, it's like this is the funnest fucking movie of all time. It's like I, exactly. Where, how is this like a fucking action movie? I, I know everybody's doubting us, especially when they heard us talking the first. So like Scott finishes up, zips up. I'm out here. I got him, my boy Kev, my boy Stan, my boy Fred. They meet up outside on the quad, whatever it's called, yeah. campus, and they're like, "Hey, bros, we just spent 15 minutes in class. Time to party." God, I. I feel like I almost got educated, and I need a beer to kill that brain cell. <laughs> and they do. And they're like, hey, you ready for that uh, cowgirl party we're having later tonight at the frat house? You know I am, bro. Who's our, who's our fucking ROTC guy? Uh, Fred. Fred. Uh, yeah, so, of course, uh, Scott, no, Stan, our pre-med, <laughs> he is just like, Fred, my boy here, uh, do you even know anything about laying the pipe and he takes out his stethoscope again and holds it to his balls he's like this is a truth detector and i will air it to the whole school if you've been lying about your virginity this is true there's so much weird yeah uh, do we want to get into this like what is it up with like frat culture? We should have brought our buddy fucking hair metal Sean in on this episode. I don't think he was in a frat. His lips are sealed. <laughs> Among other things. <laughs> and what is up with like this is like supposed to be the guyest of guy macho like things. Yeah, like And it's so gay. We're all about the puss and at the same <laughs> time. You see every male in this movie grab more dick and dude ass <laughs> than you do, like, a boob. Right. It's, so, cut to the chase. We go right to the party. For some reason, there's some, like, shit kicker band playing. <laughs> we don't go right to the party. We don't? No, we... Oh, say, fuck, you, you're right. You want to make sure we talk about I want to get this. to this party so badly that it's I a, forgot. It's a horrible party. It's not good. No, but this party's great. Kevin goes home because, of course, he still has his parents do his laundry because he's an idiot and he can't he's, do it. His own laundry because yeah, he doesn't need to. Because he's an idiot. He's a rich white guy. He can That's do a good point. Wants. So he walks in. His family, of course, having dinner, and well, his dad played his, by Ernest Borgnine, who's like probably sixty at this time. Yeah, <laughs> and and he's got 
well, a friend there, maybe. We don't know who he is, but it's introduced. We know it's Shaft. You know it's Shaft. I know it's Shaft. It's his dad's a cop, and it's his partner. Shaft. He's like, Shaft I want you to meet my partner, Shaft. Partner. He decided to. He's show- one bad. His mom goes, shut your mouth. Oh, boy. That was good. That was good. I like how they did that. Yeah, it was seamless. But, um, of course, it, it, you know, Kevin's just, like, too busy. He, he, I mean, he doesn't say anything, like, weird or anything. He's just like, I, I really got to get home. I just need to get my laundry. Well, first Shaft goes, you know, your boy's pretty, he's pretty on the ball. He ought to be a cop. Dad's like, no fucking way. This kid's a genius. He's not going to waste his time doing shit we're doing. Yeah. And Shaft is just like, isn't it okay to be a cop? I'm a cop. What what do you got against cops? And fucking Kevin is just like, no, thank you. I don't like the cops. They're just dicks. He did say that. He is a whiny guy. Well, he's a fucking bitch. And so he's like, all right, before I got to go to the party, I got to drain the vein, take a leak. Yeah. And wh- where's my sister? She should be eating here with you guys. Where's she at? And like, it's her first formal dance tonight. Uh, she's preparing. She's dating. A- she's going out with a senior. Senior? He's like, hmm, I'll be the judge of that. So, so he makes a beeline for the bathroom. She's she- in there showering. And of course, fucking Kevin's knocking on the door. He's like, yo, I got to take a leak. Get the fuck out of there. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a little indecent right now. He's like, what, what's your deal? I'm your brother. Uh, I just want to put a towel on. And she's like, you're still a guy. You, you turned such a prude. I can't see my sister naked. What the fuck? This is a thing in the 80s, by the way. I've noticed. Like, Mike had me watch a bunch of 80s horror movies. And there was a bunch of pervy little brothers who were just like, oh, I saw my sister naked. Ew. Do you want to see the pictures? <laughs> it's like, what was going on well, in the 80s? I don't know, but Kevin probably animated some pictures. I, I Oh, my God. He probably gave him a stand. Maybe Fred. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, we just, we just want to let everybody know, Kev has got the hots for his sister. It's really, he's like, he's like, look. I heard you going out with a senior. She, he takes her and puts her up, pins her to a wall, like he's trying to get information out of her. It was fucked up. And she's like, "You know, he's just Roger. He's a good guy. Just Roger. You better fucking tell him if he touches my lady, I mean my sister, <laughs> that he's gonna get his ass beat." You know, as a philosophy major, you think he would know about Freudian slips? Because <laughs> that was a big one right there. That was like. When you fuck up the magic trick where you pull the tablecloth out and everything stays in place, everything fell over. Perfect, you shouldn't have... Perfect analogy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so always So she's like, it. I got to get ready. Fuck off, Kev. And he's like, I got to get ready, too. My great cow- cowboy party's happening at the frat house. I'm going to go shave some asses. What are you going to do? Like, <laughs> look at a guy in a dance at high school? So, okay, we cut to the... the it's just a fucking rager, man. And if you, by the way, if you got the laser disc, if you... If you you can you know how we can enhance on a laser disc, I fucking Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh is having sex with a passed out girl in the background of this movie. You can see it plain as day. So why wasn't this evidence when he was getting confirmed? I don't know. I write that's like, why we're here, people. Let you know these movies exist. I write every congressperson every single day. Was that I write, question? I I write a hundred letters every day to every single congressperson. So. 
it's 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 what you'd expect at a fucking awesome frat party. There's women getting raped. There's people getting fucking doing heroin. They got this a is, bodega. It's fucking bordello. Okay. <laughs> they have a room. Yes, it's it's so you got a rape room. They call the bordello room. We just take <laughs> yeah. a girl raper and then you you get out. And it's I, I mean they are equal opportunists though, so they are raping men at the same time. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we we we, get well, we got to, some got some uh what are they called? They're not recruits. I don't know what they're called, but they want to get into the trainees. I can't remember what the name is. They want to get into the 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 uh, fraternity. Why? So they're getting hazed. Yeah. And you know when you're dealing with some butch tough guys. And by the way, butch. Speaking of butch, the dog. He's he's got the fucking shades on. He's just fucking drinking a beer. I think he wears the shades to try to like black out all the bad things that happen because he's like these fucking idiots <laughs> he's the only like voice of reason is butch I, yeah, the dog. i think he's more there like how everyone was like don't worry trump will go off the rails because this person's there to keep him in check and butch I, was that person i also want to point out these are the straightest of straightest guys people but did you also notice they had a, basically a closet full of costumes because they always would like, change into different cats first they're just as cowboys yeah they're like hey we need to shave somebody's ass. Get our barber outfits. Barber and, they- <laughs> and doctor outfits. Like, yeah, no, they had a plethora of outfits. I- so they all get in their barber like like shirts, and they're like, "Hey, I don't know what I'm gonna say." Recruit. I don't know what the proper word is. I forget. I, yeah, I can't remember the name either. And they're like, "Get over here." Yeah. Oh man, I really w- one of these hours we're gonna come up with. Drop that. your pants. And what? I want to do that to get his frat. And they're like, we don't give a shit. Drop your pants. Rip his pants off. Turn them around. And then they're like, they, they could just pull his underwear off. But no. no they, cu- they, they cut, cut a <laughs> giant hole in his underwear. And you hear, like, girls walking by like, oh, it's got a baby ass. <laughs> I don't know. Is that on the laser disc? I didn't hear that. No, that was on the normal disc, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're just losing your hearing, Baby dude. ass. Okay, I didn't hear that. And But he did have a baby ass. So they were right. <laughs> And so they just rip his fucking drawers off, get out some shaving cream, put the whole can on his ass. Not even putting up a fight anymore. Well, he, he wants to get in the frat. These guys yeah. are awesome. These are the coolest guys at Pacific Coast College. So they get they get out of the nice, they get the straight blade out. They're not yeah. doing like a razor. No, they're getting the straight blade out. And they start singing, I thought they were making spaghetti the bar- or something. They sing on the Barber Seville is what they sang. Oh, is that what that was? That would, that would, no, I don't know what the fuck you were doing, but I'm saying as a I joke, it would make more sense. Oh, it, it Figu- is that how but they go, works? they don't, they go, or they go, Figaro, or whatever the fuck, that totally racist thing you were doing. Wow. And yeah, so he's just like, this he's like what slicing the shit out of this kid's ass. And he's like, all right. Your ass is nice and clean now. Rubs it, rubs it in, mm-hmm. shit, and totally straight, guys. Totally straight. Totally straight. No, thing they cup his balls. You know, they and they're calm like, down Stan, the get the ice. So Stan comes back with a block of ice in a wagon, a nice little wagon, a nice little red wagon, and he goes, hey, because they're they're at a bar, and they're like, hey, hand me them olives. So the guy goes, okay, here's an olive, and put it on the ice. And they go, hey, baby ass, baby ass. You want to be in this fraternity, you got to pick up that olive with your butt cheeks and put it in that martini glass over there. Everybody is laughing. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. You can do it. Hey, you apparently want to be in- their encouragement helped because he does it on the first fucking try. Perfect. And then they're like, 
Now drink it. Yeah. What? That's the last straw. You can rape me. You can shave my ass. You can't make me do that. Yeah. But this guy, he's so desperate to be cool because yeah. you guys are the coolest guys on campus. As, as he's saying that, he's raising the drink to his mouth and he fucking takes it in one sip. And, then, and everyone's just like, oh, yeah, you're pretty much a bitch. You're not in. They yeah. kicked him out. Yeah. Yeah, because he has no balls. Well, they know he has balls. <laughs> yeah, because he's got no pants on, right? Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, everyone, it's a big joke, and everyone starts, like, the raucous really fucking takes yeah, guys, over with this that is just the this band. is just the beginning. Yeah, and they, have only, they only have one song about beer, how much yeah. they love beer. I like to drink the beer. If that's a woman over there, I might take her over there without her consent. They knew about consent, but not enough to know that, you know, they, they knew enough respect to that, it. Yeah, they not respect it. So we go, we see the Bordega room again. It's called Bordello. Bordello. <laughs> Damn it. Yes, if you want to get some snacks, there's another <laughs> Bordega room. But if you wanted to rape a passed out girl, hey, is there Bordello? Yeah, Rockshaw always tells me about the Bordega he ran at the front house. It's Bodega, first of all, not Bordega. What did I say? Bordega? Yeah. Bodega. Okay. Um. But yeah, I mean, the Fred is uh, Kevin and crew. Fred is rocking. They just want to have more fun. They're like, though. we need what more? What more gay stuff can we do? So they get in another outfit. Hey, I think they're wearing they're wearing sailor. They're, I think they're wearing the, they're wearing the village people outfit. Yeah, they're one's wearing, one's yeah. like an Indian, one's a cop. Yeah, uh, indigenous Native American. Sorry, come on, we're Richmond <laughs> Brands Comb fans. Yeah. You can't besmirch. Okay. Ta- I apologize. You too, uh, fucking I think trainees. Jo- yeah, one's George. One's th- George, and one's just another random white just, guy. Just, just a piece of shit. And so they're like, you coming with us upstairs? And the first thing they do, drop your drawers. What's face, up with this shit? Face the window, drop those drawers. Because they're like, nobody was less than an inch. Is allowed in this fraternity. Yeah, that's a very. Well, it shows how small dicks are. That's their like criteria. Hey, 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 I just had flashbacks of Tango and Cash in the shower <laughs> scene. I was just like, wait, what? What's happening here? Tripod. He had a PTSD moment. Yeah, that that could have been. And it. they're like, they're totally examining the dongs, and they're like, we're gonna tie this string to your dick. We're gonna make sure you have what it, what it takes to be in this fraternity. Yeah, it takes real and then and then they tie the, the end of the other end of the string to a brick. And they're like, we're gonna throw these out the window. And you're gonna love it. So they But they're like, wait, wait, wait. Oh? We're gonna run downstairs so we can watch the brick. Oh no, they already yeah. Watch the dawn. <laughs> so they leave the room. Two guys are up there you see one brick fall over, and they're laughing. They're like, oh, what a brick yeah, soul. Well, because the old trick was they didn't really tie the, yeah. the brick to the string. They, it, was, it was designed that the brick would release. Oh, no. The brick didn't release. It was just no. long enough to hit the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it, that's the joke is that okay. it's always long enough so it hits the ground. Uh, I don't know. I, you, you, I, I, when it comes to dick tricks and all that shit, I, Dude. I give it up to you. I don't well, know. yeah, I study these dick tricks on my own. <laughs> I go on my own roof and I throw a brick okay. at it. I'm like, oh, that's funny. I know nothing about this world of fraternity I, gay I, hazing. I, it's like, yeah, I did it myself. Yeah. We should have consulted Hair Metal Sean. Yeah. Uh, you should have. You should have. Or me. Yeah, well, you, you you're the know. expert. All right, yeah. So... The next one comes out, but it's too short. The string's too short. So it fucking stops halfway, and you hear, ah! and they're, they're <laughs> I like. I think it was a little worse than that. that was, was it? Yeah, that was. It was do, you I, wanna, do you want to try? No, I, I can't. Exactly. Fuck off, but, all right? That's perfect. It went, <laughs> my dick, <laughs> my penis. <laughs> and they're like, holy shit, bro. 
So they run up to the room and they're like, oh, are you okay? George, just standing there, grin, ear to ear, flicking that string. Strings tied to a doorknob. He fooled the foolers. And they're immediately. He's like, one like, dick joke deserves another. They're just like, you know what? We're about to go commit some crimes, and I think you are the perfect man to come with. Because he's Mexican. So he's blame like, it on him. We need a fall guy. It's like, let's do it. To the to the uniform closet, everybody. <laughs> and so they they rush down. They dress like I don't. They dress like army guys. I don't know what the fuck they did. I don't know fatigues. Yeah, yeah, that seems right. And they're like, oh, do we? Have, okay, so then so while that's going on, we go back to Tiffany having a horrible time at the dance. She's like, I gotta go. We're doing we're doing a family uh, she, trip. Yeah, I got a thing in tomorrow. I'm gonna go, Roger. You kind of. It's suck. like it's seven o'clock, and she's like, oh, it's getting you don't really even late. Know how to do the white people shuffle. I, I and he's this. just like, all right, I'll take you home. And did you notice he planned on raping her? It was almost like she got rescued from being raped by being raped. I think so. Not, spoiler alert, because he's like, oh, I'll take you home. And she's like, this isn't the way home. We're going the scenic route. Yeah. Everything she like, we see them driving for 45 minutes. And it's just like, uh, you're supposed to take a right there. Oh, don't worry about it. I'm going to take a left here to the beach. I don't know. Uh, uh, but of course, a fucking van just just passes them because Roger's going too slow because he's trying to cop a feel. Right. So the van goes by. Sweet him. ass van. It's got a skull painted on the yeah. side. Use his turn signals and everything. Use the right passing lane. He does everything correctly. Well, it was like a dirt road, so there were really no lanes. Well, no. well, yeah, but there were. He did it right. Yeah, well, he did it right. Yeah, he did it right. Roger is in the wrong. But Roger is fucking. He's so enraged he's because got a, he's, he's got a, well because he's got a case of blue balls. He's like, I'm exactly. not getting laid tonight, so fuck it. Everybody must be be like, every everybody's night must be ruined because of me. Exactly. So he's like, hey, roll down your window. He drives up to the people. I was like, hey guys, learn how to use a turn signal, and he flips them off. Nobody cuts off R- Roger J. Willingberry the third because he's. I'll, I'll have you know, my dad is in the office, and these guys. These are some bad hombres, as our president would say. You don't fuck with these guys. Yeah, these are literally like the rapists that President Trump refers <laughs> yes. to. You you want to build a wall around this van because you guys <laughs> are fucked up. Because first thing they do, they're like... I mean, wheels are ancient time. They're just the sizes. <laughs> they speed up, and they open... They One guy just hangs out the window with a shotgun and just shoots the fucking car. Yeah. Car goes careening off the road, fuck. goes off a cliff... It's the same clip from Captain America, by the way. Golden Globe is only uses that clip. Yes. And so while that's going on, this is what we want to talk about when we're talking about this white privilege movie. All right, while that's going on, there's a parallel story going on where our our heroes, I'm using quotes. Yeah, there, big quotes. They steal, I don't know who they stole the car from. Who are they steal? I don't know. There's some random person. Like, they were like, hey, this is uh, Trevor's car. And we're like, we don't know who Trevor <laughs> is. We don't give a fuck. They're just like, it's going to be hilarious when we ditch it in a lake. So yeah, they steal his car. And then and they go to, like, there's like a, there's another party happening out on, like, a lake, like, on the beach. And they're like, hey, I know there are people there, but wouldn't it be funny to just hurl this car out and right right through them and into the into the water? So that's what they do. They run over probably five people. But the car goes in the water. It's hilarious, guys. It's it's everybody fun. laughing, having a good time. And we got back to fucking poor Tiff, Kevin's sister, 
And she's not having a good time. Well, she's crawling out of the wreckage. Poor Roger's still in there. Car she's, blows up. Roger burns to death horribly. She's scaling a mountain, gets to finally like a perch where she can like catch her breath, and there's the fucking black van crew. Just a bunch of greasy her. bikers. Greasy bikers, bunch of skull tattoos all over their hands, and they're gonna get their hands on Tiff. And uh Unfortunately, this is this is where the movie goes from Animal House to some fucked up shit. I mean, you expect this out of a Golden Globus <laughs> movie, but the only you expect way, this out of one starring Charles Bronson, definitely. That's a good point. But the only way to get people motivated, of course, <laughs> is to have a loved one <laughs> raped. And so that's what we see for the next. It's brutal. Five it's fucking brutal. I mean, it really. You're like. You're like what? Like you, because you're all like it was like Porky's like five minutes ago. I mean, sure people were getting raped, but it was like the fun kind of rape. I don't know how to explain what happened before, but there was some weird shit going on in that frat house. But <laughs> yeah. this is what I want to talk about because this is where we get into the whole white privilege thing. These when these guys, these rich white guys, trash somebody's car, it's like oh, it's just good, clean fun. I, I know, I was going to say, it's like when when the frat guys rape somebody, it's boys being boys. But when it's heavy metal listening to skull people rape When it's somebody, poor people doing it, yeah. it's fucking the most heinous, disgusting thing which explain, ever. Which ties back into our prisons for profit. That's where they end up. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's a very gruesome, heinous scene. And so, okay, she gets raped. Yeah. And then, then they beat the shit out of her. It's awful. It's it's horrible. And so, next day. Of course, she ends up in the hospital. Right. She's in a coma. Kevin's going to rush in there with, the with gr- barely a button on his shirt. It's a serious situation, Kevin. Maybe button it up to the <laughs> collar. But no, he's got well, his shows, flying. That just shows how you know worried he is. Him, yeah. and, the, him and the gang are rushing in. Our dad, Ernest Borgnine, and his wife, who's like 40 years younger than him, yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, she's in a coma. We don't know if she'll get out. And Kevin's like, who the fuck did this? And they're like, we don't fucking know. Like, you know, I, I'm not a fucking yeah. fortune teller. I'm just a cop. Borgnine just releases a little bit of evidence on him. He's just like, all we really know at this point is that it was like a black truck or a black van. And Kevin is just like, Boys, did you hear that? We gotta look out for a black van or a black truck. Or a black people. Or, <laughs> I'm just going along with what they would be thinking. No, you're right. And and the the the, the dad the dad who's a cop's like, isn't that profiling? That's that's bad. And like, you do you why can't you do your fucking job, Dad? And he's like um, all we have to go on is it's a black fan <laughs> because we got the tire tracks and there's some black paint that scratched it off. Even though the Roger's car is incinerated, somehow some paint chips lasted. Yeah. So, but Kevin is just like, so what are you and the cops gonna do? This is my baby sister. I wanted to see your tits, <laughs> and they're just like, uh, tits aside, there's nothing we we're gonna like do this, but in you know a normal police procedural. And the, Kevin, it's like, the classic Golden Globus scenario. Yeah, for any cops, cop. it's these these fucking liberal courts and judges and everything. Yeah. And these rules that just want to help the criminals, and they're like, I, my hands are tied. I can't do anything. I literally don't know who did this. Well, you should, Dad. 
So, of course, Kevin is absolutely furious. And he doesn't know what to do with his energy. And we don't get to really find out just yet because it's already tomorrow and Sister Tiff has died. Yeah, funeral. Funeral the next day. Boom. Just and like it's that. best to just get it, done, like, get it out of the way right away. I mean, you know? they killed her at the hospital just because they were like, well, we already planned the funeral and don't want to bury a live person. It's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. And so we get a scene. He's just They didn't even put makeup on poor Tiff. <laughs> just buried her bruises and all. He just threw her in the casket. And so... Fucking Kevin and the gang, they're just distraught. Kevin's girlfriend, Lucy's just feeling so bad for him. And Raj just... was pissed that she went for a bad boy instead of him. Okay. Oh, that's the typical incel way of looking at things. Oh, okay. And fucking uh, Butch has his, like, his funeral shades on. And... <laughs> Butch and... was there. That's the weird part. And, well, he's, fucking everybody loved Butch. Butch was great. I mean, he would kind of just, like, uh, tone down the situation. And so then we cut to, like, so like, Kevin just walks away. He just can't even stay for the funeral. Well, he's so fucking pissed. Yeah. So he's, like, at, like, a lake or something, skipping some stones, getting some rage out. His bros show up. Oh, like, uh, no, he, they're still there. There's a cutaway to when they go to the lake. Well, I don't know. He's somewhere where there's, like, a lake, too. I don't know if it's the same lake. They're standing on some rocks. I know there, that there is in a. Ve- I'm sorry. There's a very abrupt cutaway because he storms off and he just walks away. And his boys are like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, but I need to figure things out." And then it just cuts away to him looking for clues. Well, he's like, "Well, if he's, he's like, we gotta find these bastards." And so yeah, so they're like, "Look, cops can't do their job." We can. We're, de- we're detectives, basically. As always. And so they go to the scene of the crime, right? Right. That's where I'd go. There's no tape. There's no police people. There's nothing. There's not even a bird. They've up. given up, dude. They're like, there's nothing we can do. It's been two days. This guy's gone. Not even a burnt car there anymore. Nothing. But I think I think George, one of them, goes, hey, guys, look at this. It's. It's a it's a matchbook. I found this little matchbook, guys. What do you think about it? It's it's from the Jalisco Cantina, you know, in the barrio. Because our boy George is from the barrio. I was gonna say, why would George? Now that I'm thinking about it, George's role in this movie is very. His role is just to be like, hey guys, they're not racist. They've got a Mexican friend, for sure, even for though sure. he, he looks pretty white, actually. For sure. And uh, they're like, well, so what? That could be anything. No, guys, I think this is a clue. Well. Here's Tiff's corsage right next to it. Oh, it's, my God. It's it's a clue. It's a clue. So they're like, we need to go to this bar. So, of course, they go to the bar. It looks like any fucking shithole bar. It looks like the bar that uh, our belly rab owned in Cage. Oh, it absolutely did. It, it was at least down the street from it. Yeah. But it was definitely There was the a same, guy. There was uh, <laughs> a big muscle guy playing video games in the corner. Yeah. And he's like, look, guys, I got the highest score. Blasto Masto. <laughs> he said El Blasto, El Masto. <laughs> because it is in the barrio. Oh, so no. they're like, George, you know these people. Like, can you talk to them for us? George, George doesn't George want to go into George just wants to have a friend. George is kind of, he's if there's anybody good in this group, it's George. Yeah. Because he's just like, okay, yeah. 
I'll talk to him. And they go, and Kevin's like, fuck it, I'll do it. Because yeah. Kevin is just fucking enraged. Nothing bad's ever happened to this guy in his life, so he can't deal with it. He's like losing his fucking shit. Right. And so he goes to the bar, hey, give me five beers. Because he's like, well, he's like, hey, I got some questions. And the guy's like, this ain't a fuck, this ain't a question in a factory, motherfucker. This, this ain't is the a bar. restaurant. Stop <laughs> drinking water, buy some beers, and go home. Well, and then first, then uh, a woman who has a a, a really bad Mexican, really racist Mexican, like, do they have do they have IDs? <laughs> and he's like, you got a green card, bitch. He just fuck. It's like, what the fuck? Am I supposed to like these assholes? But so, she's like, good one, and so she lets it slide. Yeah, Kevin uh, hits him up, and he's just like, look, now that I've bought some beers. I just want to five for ten dollars. By the way, it was just fucking outrageous. Outrageous, and he was he goffed at that. But Stan or Scott were there, so they're like, "Here's ten bucks." He scoffed at it. By the way, I don't know know what goffing. What did I say? He he goffed at it. No, I said scoffed. I I hit a hard ass on that. But um, yeah. So he's just like, we need some information about a black van or truck, black or (laughs) black van or truck. And so the bartender, who hates them, right. because well, they're fucking assholes, they're privileged white pieces of shit. So he just goes, "Hey, bar, anybody have a white van?" <laughs> and you hear one guy yell, "I have a red van." That's it. He's got a wizard airbrush on the side. <laughs> that's and, cool, but no, that's not what we're looking for. Uh, yeah. So Kevin's all pissed. He takes his beer back to his table. He actually actually literally says, "Harumph." Hurumph. And they're 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 all drinking, despising everything, and then a knife fight breaks out. And Kevin just eyes it and he's just thinking about animation. Just, <laughs> you're seeing like How can I turn this into a great cutaway joke? Uh, how does how does Star Wars play into this? Uh, oh, Lightsabers? Cantina scene and then a couple of Well, they are in a cantina, so yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense. And then Luke <laughs> Or, or, or what, what was Han Solo sees a knife fight break out, and then they cut to it, and it's two termites knife fighting. That's hilarious. That writes itself. So, I, I thought it was great. And so, yeah, he sees a guy who wants to get killed, and it kind of turns him on because he's never seen that before. He's never been into the barrio. George has seen it a million times. So we start to kind of like wind out of this whole scene, but before we do, we see... The fucking rapist himself. Well, first we just see a, a big, fat, chubby-fingered yeah. hand grab the note that has Kevin's... That's what I mean by seeing the rapist himself. You see that fucking grubby-ass And hand. we know it's him because he's got the skull tattooed on top of his no hand. No one else has that. And we're like, oh, snap. He just crumbles it up. I think he blows his nose in it, and then he just throws it in the trash. Oof. He fucking lights it on fire. Okay, <laughs> you forgot that before, too. So, yeah. this is when we get Kevin going back to class. And he has seen some shit. He's been through some Nobody shit. Nobody in this whole college has seen the shit, Kevin, at least in Kevin's mind. He's like, yeah. you guys don't know any, you know my pain. Meanwhile, you like, fucking, you got people whose parents have been killed and shit. Yeah, you know, like, somebody, some kid's like a Vietnamese refugee in class. He's exactly. Like, you don't know shit. You don't know anything. So, it's a philosophy class, so he's not showing off an animation in this one. 
But his teacher starts, and you know what, guys? I'll just go ahead and let the teacher kind of explain it to you here because the teacher will he say— He breaks it down for Kevin. He'll say it far better than I He talks about it. how life really was in 1983. And so you see that the social evolution of the last 20 years has seen the erosion of basic and absolute values. Duty— has been replaced. Has been replaced with doing your own thing. Now that's a admirable definition. It describes it perfectly. Fidelity in marriage seems a thing of the past. It has yielded to the open marriage, wife swapping, recreational sex. All that seems to matter is the satisfaction of immediate desire. Sensual orgies have taken the place of the family picnic. And the motto of the day, from my observations, is let it all hang out. Now, yes, Mr. Kerrigan? Are you implying that things like rape and murder are no longer immoral? Don't put words in my mouth, Mr. Kerrigan. I imply nothing. I merely observe. You need look no further than the morning headlines or the evening news for the answer to your question. But then murder, pillage, and rape are nothing new to the human species. When the Mongols will ravage Europe in the 13th century, to some of our own behavior in Vietnam. Bullshit. What was that? Bullshit. I've been listening to that garbage since the beginning of the semester. You know, you talk about rape and murder like, like you're reading off baseball scores. How would you act if it were your head? If I were about to put a gun between your fucking eyes and blow the back of your head off, what would you do then? Would you go on with that academic objective shit? How about people? How about if we put you away? You're crazy. Nuts. And I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> well, you think I'm crazy? I'll show you what crazy is. Kevin, no. Kevin, no! <laughs> so Kevin really fucking lays it down there for us. Yeah, the 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 student becomes a teacher. I mean, like he's got some serious serious shit going down. Like he is. Well, his teacher basically said, "Hey, rape's not that. It's okay. Yeah. Rape and murder is okay. Society is pretty much deemed that it's okay." Yeah, dude, you weren't there, but eighty three. Nobody was doing picnics. Everybody was doing orgies, dude. It was nonstop. I believe it. So, like a nice Murray family outing at the beach. I, well, after like, I read, uh, after I read, that's why you think I was reading the art of sex, <laughs> <laughs> the joy of sex, because I had to catch up. I was like, so I, I'm buying and everything. Oh man, it's like a frisbee game over there. It's like, oh man, I just got to join in on this it, orgy now. Another call back to shades with a frisbee game. Yeah. So yeah. Sure. So basically. People just don't understand Kevin. All right, he's losing it. He's starting to lose his marbles. And so we cut to the scene in the back of the frat house. He's forcing his friends to watch his animation. He's losing this shit. They turn it off. They're like, "That was okay. I didn't. I, I didn't. I've never seen uh, Return of the Jedi. What was uh, what was that reference to? Yeah. You don't understand." 
dad! And he just throws <laughs> shit down and, or the, and storms off to his room. Why does the dog talk, though? Can you just tell us do, that? Do people know if the dog talks or not? The, the, the baby? They understand him? Do they not? What's going it got, on? It, yeah, crazy. I think, actually, Seth MacFarlane saw this movie, and he figured it out. He figured out I, how I, to do I it I think right. he started, yeah, to really put together some pieces. So, yeah, so he, he runs into his room, slams the door. You guys don't understand me. I'm a genius. <sighs> and because because Scott's whole rap is get over it, your sister's dead. Where we got fucking pussy to fuck, dude. Yeah. And they're like, God, Scott. Even for us, that's low. I mean, Scott standing there, tiny shorts on, boner protruding through it. Like, get me a beer. Let's bone. <laughs> but I love how they they scold him on it, and then Lucy's like, hey, Kevin needs he just needs, needs a fuck, and he'll be all right. So good point. Somehow, yeah. like Kevin's just sitting there, like laying like a fucking zombie in bed. Oh yeah, got like pouting, and she, <laughs> while that's going on, she's lighting like, five hundred candles in his room. Oh shit, storming here, and God's pissed off with Kevin. <laughs> and so there's like literally five hundred candles in the room, and then we get a nice tasteful sex scene. She gets naked for him, body double, and. Was it? Yeah, it had to have been because they never showed her face with her body. So, and sense. I actually think that I don't know what she was from. I think she was she was a big enough star that she was like from other shit. So it would have been like, oh, you can't see her naked. Well, no. So yeah, so they have a nice chaste fuck, and it's very sensual. Very sensual. Kevin, a lot just, of candles, a lot of good music, and we just cut away. What, why would we go away? We need to watch them fuck forever. No, this isn't that kind of Into the sunset. And I'm lost so right now. This is, this is, no, that's good. Okay. That's why you got to start marking off where we're at here. Oh, but, so the friends, so they're like, so then Scott goes, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I was insensitive. I got, I know how to cure you, Cap. We're going to start but we're going to do the Punisher. We're going to patrol the streets and we're going to murder any criminal we meet. Will that yeah. cheer you up? He's like, yeah, yeah, that kind of. Right Wait. now, Griff's doing a, reenacting a scene from Delta Force Two, where Billy Drago <laughs> is like creepily peeling a hard-boiled egg, which you said wasn't in there. And <laughs> I didn't so, say that. So, so, and when I found out it wasn't there, I laughed for an hour. So yeah, so they're just patrolling the streets, and I'm sorry, like I don't know, maybe I'm just not as observant as these guys because I grew up in a not like a huge, heavily crime-ridden area, but there was a very lot of crime, and I never saw as much crime happening right out in the open as these guys do. Again, like I, I, I was uh, just on the other side of Detroit, and so it was like you. The way people talked about my area compared to what I saw, <laughs> you would think I would have been murdered eleven hundred times in my childhood, but no. None of that shit happened. So, but they're looking. They got to kill somebody. They got, you know, they got some fucking rage going on. And lo and behold, they just happened to spot a couple of black guys. Looked to me like they were changing a tire. Oh no, it, it was a Bronco. It was beautiful. It wasn't OJ. Uh, they were just changing a fucking tire. And on that's it. enough for them to go. These guys are criminals. Well, it's because they don't recognize what a fucking jack is. They were all they were <laughs> trying to do is get under the car to jack it up so they could fucking put it all a they tire recognized. On. Was the color of their skin? They're like <laughs> two black guys in Malibu, criminals. So they get out and they commence to just beat the shit out because it's like five on two. It's five on two, man. And, Butch. Oh, that's right. Was Butch with him at that time? I thought Butch came later. I think Butch came later. Yeah, Butch wouldn't have stood for that. Yeah, so he's in like racial profiling. Exactly. And even though he's a white dog, and they just start beating the shit out of these guys, that the cops roll by. 
And the shocker, they actually let the black guys go. Dude, I was amazed by this, especially with all this white privilege that was going around. <laughs> I expected to be like, uh, you fellas, you can go ahead and go over that way. And these fellas, yeah, uh, and throw them some handcuffs and like, just put those on. So, yeah, but they did let them put their own handcuffs on. And so uh, Kevin and friends, they open up, they're, they're in custody, but white privilege again. Their dad's the fucking chief. So he's like, hey, I know it was some good, clean fun. You know, we've we've been there. We've all attacked some random black guys for no reason. We're gonna, and even like Shaft's like, even I did it one time or another. Oh my God. And they're like, you know, we know you're good kids. But he's like, but dad's worried. He's like, we're losing it, Kevin. What's going on with you? You're not doing your fucking job. My sister's rapists are out there. And he's like, you know how many black fucking vans there are in the fucking, like, in Malibu alone? A lot. And they're like, well, fuck you, dad. And he storms off. Yeah, his dad gives him a full earful. But you know what? He's got to go back to class with these new experiences under his belt. Kevin's got to go to, I think it's philosophy again. Yes, it is. And he, he's he got so much. He, the student has become the teacher. Right. And so the teacher starts explaining rape again to him. And he's, well, he's like, nice to have you back in class, Kevin. Yeah. See how we... Fix the window. Tap, tap, tap. Yeah, taps on the window. Because last yeah. time Kevin broke it with a chair. And yeah, so he's just like, class dismissed. Kevin, can you stay? I want, I want to speak to you for a moment. This is kind of a real moment, though. He does have like a real heart-to-heart with Kevin. Kevin's just like, look, I have all these emotions. I'm so angry. I beat up a black person the other night he's who like, was trying to change a tire. I saw a man stab a man. With a knife in a bar, and I got an erection. What's going on, Teach? And he's like, I can't help you with that. But I can tell you, maybe you need to fucking nut up, motherfucker, and get your shit together. So, perfect advice, I say. Perfect advice? You think it's perfect? Uh, why not? Okay. And so he goes, you're right. And he walks out. And then Lucy shows up. And she's like, Kevin, I'm worried about you. And he's like, look, it's not you, it's me. I got shit going on. Yeah. But I care about you. I want you to talk about fuck you. And then he just storms off. Storms off. He is so about just hitting the streets. She did the cardinal boyfriend. sin of caring about her boyfriend. Yeah. So George, back to the friends in the frat house. Well, because they're like attic. they're like they've been staking out this canteen. Those guys have to show up eventually. Exactly. So they're like, all right, we're going back to the canteen. George, you guard the car. We're going to go. Because I think George is like, look, I'm getting creeped out by this shit. I'm just going to stay here. And like, fine, pussy. We're going to go in there. So they go in. They keep throwing their white weight around. They're like, anybody showing up yet? You seen a black fucking car? And they're like, he's like, what? And you know, speak English. And they're like, ugh. And they storm back out again. And like, fucking George. Always having a siesta in our fucking Jeep. They they go to like tassel with them. They're like, let's put shaving cream on his face, and then they shake him. And they're like, wow, that on his face? I thought they were gonna put on his ass. Yeah, that's that kind of their mo. They they do like to shave asses. They start shaking him and shit, and they realize like, oh, sh- what? Wait, what? Jo- George, George, Jorge! <laughs> they pull him back. Head snaps back. Throat gushing blood. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. So I guess dad gets involved because they were at a scene of a murder. 
And he's like, son, I'm just, I'm worried about you. Look what happened to George. If you guys keep doing this, you're going to wind up like that. And then I love how he drops this thing about, like, George is nothing to him. He's like, who the fuck cares about George? My Dude. sister is fucking yeah. dead. This whole thing comes up because he goes home to do laundry again. Because he's yeah. like, I got to get my army fatigues ready for yeah. when I go like, back. Can out mom, can you vigilante. get the blood out of this shit? Exactly. And dad's just like, son, your friend died. And he's just like, my friend's not my sister. My friend doesn't have those luscious breasts that my sister had and that bosom that prayed to the Lord themselves. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave you out. I mean, you leave me out on that. So they're like, we got to hit the streets again. So, but this, so this time they're, they're well prepared because George is gone, but Butch is here. <laughs> so Butch has got a camouflage hat on. Cause he, he was the original hipster because he loved those those trucker caps. He did, he so did. Bush has, he has, of course, he's got his shades on. You can't see Butch without the shades. Cracked <laughs> this, out. I'm not even. Make, we're not making this up, man. No. They're patrolling the streets with a fucking boodle. It's like the fucking mystery machine. They're like the fucking Scooby Gang, dude. But they're we, out to murder. When we start to embrace a scene with likes a lot, that's how you know we're pretty much lying about everything. But no, nothing we've said about Butch has been a lie. So they happen to uh, drive by a parking lot, and these guys are attacking a parking lot attendant. So like, let's do it, bros! So they jump out. First one is the- that what that scene was? Yes. I was so confused because I couldn't. I was like not watching the scene, and I was like, "Wait, what's going on? They're like in a parking lot, and they're fighting people." Yeah. <laughs> and the true hero, the first to fucking you know answer the call. A buddy Butch. Butch. He immediately attacks somebody. And it happened to be a fucking man with a gun. Right, because Butch is the only one balls in this fucking and movie. So thank, thank the fucking making for Butch biting the guy's wrist because then he doesn't fire correctly. So he hits Kevin the arm, which right. just enrages it him. It just grazes him, though. It hits him in the shoulder, but it goes right through. <laughs> so, so he's fine. So Kev just goes fucking full Hulk on this man. It just smashes his face. <laughs> Zeus! So he fucking lug nut wrenches him. And yeah, he's like bludgeons this guy. They're like, yeah, I mean, he's like, boo, boo, like punching the guy's head into the concrete. And they're like, even the friends are like, Kev, chill. What the fuck? You know? What is- and he's like, oh, you don't understand. So it's raining hard. They're like, let's get out of the rain. Let's get Butch back in. He's got blood all over his beautiful white poodle hair. They go back to the house, and uh, that, that's when Fred starts hitting him with some good news. Yeah, he's like, hey, guys, you know I'm in the ROTC, so I've got access to guns. So why don't we up our game and start shooting people? Because this, this fucking beating people up shit is for the birds, man. Like, Kev, I'm really impressed you murdered somebody with your hands, but there's an easier way. And so, yes, yeah, so Stan, who's... I, I was going to say as a conscience, but you're right. He's just a bitch. He's just like, I don't know, guys. I can't go to jail. I, I'm going to become a gynecologist. That'll ruin my fucking business. And while they're talking about that. I could be the next Larry Nasser. George, <laughs> George's girlfriend, Heather, shows up. And she's like, what the fuck, guys? What are you doing? You got George killed. And like, yeah, but she, he's not my sister. The fuck you. <laughs> and then, then Scott, ever the creep, the douchiest of the douches, goes, Hey, you know what I'm thinking? Why don't we get the girls involved with this shit yeah. we're doing? It's really kinky. Like we're just murdering minorities. It's like a fucking. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. What? Well, that's what they're doing. No, no. <laughs> it is. Is it? I mean, Scott's a fucking piece of shit. What can I say? It's just this vignette this movie offers us, and it's disturbing and hilarious at the same time. 
And so, yeah, it's it's really like, fucking. I weird. don't know how anybody would take anything from this movie and be like, you know what? They are right. <laughs> you should be able to do these things. Well, they kind of want their cake and eat it too with this movie because we do get the right talk from the cops, shockingly. And but these guys are fucking out of control. Oh, absolutely. And the girlfriends get together, Ginger. Marianne Gilligan, and they're like, <laughs> "Was that a Gilligan?" Yeah, and they're like, "What are we gonna do?" Or like, you know, they're just, they're just worried for their men folk, and but they know they can't do anything. These are these are real men. They're not gonna take shit. From exactly. Movies. We get to like the next morning. I think it's Gilla Gilla Ginger Ginger, Ginger Linnea Quigley. Ginger Linnea Quigley. She's got. I want to point out. She is the most beautiful, perfect, fair faucet feathered hair. It's just fucking amazing at all times. Post-coitus, pre-coitus, during coitus. And she's like, she's making the bed because, you know, that's what women do back in 83. And she notices some bullets and she's like, huh? And then she goes, she goes to their their closet. Usually it's all their costumes. I didn't even think about how weird this scene was. (laughs) The girlfriend just kind of shows up, goes into their room and is just like, I'm going to make all their beds. Happens to find. What were the bullet casings doing in his bed? Was he jerking off with those things? What was Scott he... was a freak, so I don't need anything. All bets are off with Scott. Animation. No, that's Kevin. I'm thinking Scott. Of Kevin. I don't. Scott has a major. He just going there to fuck. He that's is... right. Scott's just there to fuck. So <laughs> again, he's you're, doing you're, a great job. His major is just weird fucking. So he's obviously boy. like figuring out like what's the deal with so bullets on my dick. She. So right. So she looks in there. Usually they have their costumes because you know these guys love to dress up in their closet. But it's full of fucking guns and machine guns and shit. And she's like, what the fuck? And Scott finally shows up. He's like, hey, I wasn't fucking those bullets. I mean, what are you doing? And she's like, what's going on here? Don't you ever look at my costume closet? And he shakes her and just throws her out. And she's like, fine, whatever, and leaves. So we get we get a cut of our cops. They're figuring out. They they've got all the news now. They know about the black van. It's a black van for sure. <laughs> and they hear about a gang shooting. There's they a get a hot tip. Involved. That, yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, I thought no, it wasn't a gang shooting. It was another rape. It was like it was it was, it was a, a rape a shooting? fam no rape <laughs> shooting. Well, well, they 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 busted into a family's house, killed the like mom and dad, raped the daughter. Holy. These guys are fucking hardcore. They are a piece of shit. And he's like, boy. this is like the third rape since Tiffany got raped. You think there's a connection? And Shaft's like, you damn right there is. There's a black van involved. And so they're like, hey, guys, we just heard there's a, there's a fucking rape van right down uh, Hacienda Boulevard. So those guys make a beeline for that. Yeah. But, of course, we got to check in with Kevin. And his boys are like, Kev, we know what you want to do to cheer yourself up. We heard about you and Ginger. Ginger was his lady? Yeah, sure. So we're going to take you out with the guns, and we're going to go murder. Butch, grab the grenades. So not yet. Okay, you're right. <laughs> so they, they head out to the Jeep. They're all driving around. They got their, they're they like hanging wearing, out the side with their guns and fatigues. shit. They got the Rambo headbands on. They have the fucking war paint on. Daylight, people but they're are white, so they can do. You could do this, you know. Like yeah. I, I don't remember if it's Scott or Stan. I, it might have been Stan, but someone was just like, "Hey, put the guns away, maybe." <laughs> like, let's. Get- Fred was because he got the guns. So he wanted. He didn't want yeah, to Fred, that makes sense. So Fred was like, "Yep, yeah, maybe hide the guns a little bit because <laughs> yeah. they're hanging out the because they're like, oh, I'm shooting them off, yeah, and, shit. and like little uh, on the QT guys." 
And it just so happens a camper is driving. No, no. They're driving by, and they notice that a woman's leaving. Like, she's a waitress, and she's leaving her job. Oh. And she gets abducted by these creeps. Oh, you're right. It's this spot. Oh. And so they're like, follow that. You're right. It's like some kind of uh, camper truck. Follow that camper truck. So they go after this truck, and they corner it into an alley. Of course, the brave, as always, Butch is the first one out. But this is and this is this would traumatize me. I could care less if any of the guys in the group get killed. But Butch gets shot immediately. No, you're mixing it up. What? What not? That? No, you're talking about the liquor store scene. No, I'm not. What happened to the liquor store scene? The liquor store scene's at the end. Is it? Yes. Oh, I was going for the camper scene. <laughs> Ignore what Griff just said because I was I'm going right. For the camper scene. Okay. Yeah, so they they so the woman's still trapped in the camper, and a, a gunfight sh- breaks out. Fucking Butch gets it. Poor Butch. Fred's like, no, Butch. I loved him. Well, I mean, no. And so gunfight. Our our boys are victorious. They kill all the creeps. There's only two of them. Of course, they got to ransack that camper. Well, they first out. they rescue the woman. And they're like, "Get the fuck out!" You know, like throw her out, and like you're safe now. And then they notice that we're gonna take you back to the frat where Doctor Stan's gonna take care of you. <laughs> okay, so they notice that this is fuck. They just have like rifles and shotguns. These guys have gun of the '80s, Uzis galore in the back of this fucking and room. and crates full of grenades mm. and. Bags full of cocaine, because this is the 80s, guys. Yeah, so, of course, like any murder scene in the 80s, it's not complete without cocaine spread on every dead person. So they take the grenades, and they run them back to the Jeep, but then before they leave, somebody sprinkles the cocaine on all the dead people to be like, oh, shit, they just did too much cocaine and got bullet (laughs) holes in them. They make it look like a gang war. Yeah. And so while that's going on, we cut back to Shaft and Ernest Borgnine, Cabby, and they're, they finally found the goddamn black van. They just happened to, they were driving down the street, and lo and behold, the black van's coming the opposite way. Yeah. And they're like, hey, that's a black van. Let's, 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 let's see what's up with this. Stop and frisk. And the fucking bikers ain't having that, because they just take the fuck off. And these, I just want to show how, how hard fucking core these bikers are, all right? Not only do they run fucking Shaft off the road, because I think one of the guys just comes out with a shotgun and, like, sh- did he shoot the car? Yeah, they start shooting at uh, the cops. These guys just don't give a fuck. At and, all. But while that's going on, there's also a police helicopter that's, that's covering all of this. So they're keeping up. So even though Shaft crashes his car, they've still got an eye on the sky on this van. Yeah. And they're like, hey, it's it's you know going down Hollywood and Vine. It's me, Ernest Borgnine. And keep, keep the cop Toronto. I, I love how like they didn't call anybody in. Like Ernest Borgnine's like, I'm gonna get these guys. Like, yeah. fuck NAPB. He only talks to the helicopter. And the helicopter's like, oh, we got him trapped. It was like a fuck at like a used car lot or some shit. Yeah. And these guys, they're so fucking hardcore. This guy has a shotgun. He takes a, a fucking helicopter down with a shotgun. Shotgun. So the helicopter blows up. Crashes into a car dealership, ruins like fucking twenty cars, and that's what leads us into another beautiful Kevin Mation, Seth MacFarlane himself, takes us into the next. And obviously, Kevin's animations have grown to be more and more just like 
violent and crazy and off the chain and no and, one knows what he's cool. going for. Yeah. How do we explain him? He only expresses himself through cartoons. You're right about that. Yeah, I mean. So so his, his, his uh, teacher, he's had enough. This is the art teacher. Yes. And he's just like, you're beyond the boundaries of art, Kevin. You're playing a dangerous game with animation. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you don't know what animation is. I'm the king of animation. I'm Seth motherfucking McFarlane. I'll make characters and sitcoms that'll be known for years. And he just storms off. And Lucy tries to get the ki- one to last time. The good swan. Lucy's salt of the earth because she's earth. had more than enough opportunities to tell him to fuck off. Uh, exactly. And instead, he tells her to fuck off. And he's like, he just storms off. He's like, I got some killing to do. I've got something to do tonight. Goes back to his buds. Hey, I know Butch is dead. George is dead. I know we've been fucking up a lot lately but i got us these cool synchronized watches are you guys ready to go out tonight you bet we are let's do it so they they say they're driving around again a lot of driving in this movie (laughs) and a lot of finding crime a lot of crime so while they're driving by like uh as we would say in detroit a party store but use is everybody else that's convenience store yeah that's so weird and they notice there's an armed robbery going on and like Kevin just gets out, walks up with an ooze, and starts spraying the fucking whole place with yeah, bullets. He is again his <laughs> you see his eyes light up like crime. <laughs> and so he jumps in there. Usually Butch would be the first one. Butch would have got in front of him and been like, No bitch. <laughs> this is not the right time. But he, he yeah, Bush was the conscious of the group, but without exactly. Bush, the, Bush, they, it falls apart. Exactly. And he literally just—he has the—he has the special kind of Uzi. He has five hundred bullets in it because he never reloads, but he, he shoots yeah. at least five hundred bullets into this place. And let's not uh, pass by the fact that uh, the scene is four and a half minutes long of him shooting <laughs> up the liquor store, party store, every inch of it except for the cashier and the bad guys until the very last <laughs> second. You see him shooting chip bags, fucking better maids flying everywhere, Fago spraying all over it's the like place. It's like an ICP concert in here. <laughs> and then finally, in the last two seconds, he hits the perps. Meanwhile, there was like $3 in the till. Like he, he, he creates like about $100,000 in damages. We talked about this last week. It's like they never <laughs> consider like... Yeah, it's probably too just... busy doing justice to care about shit like insurance and all that shit. Exactly. And this is where it gets real, people, because he's look. He looks at one of the vic- well, one of his victims, but he was a criminal, and he notices the gun is a toy gun. Toy. And they're wearing ski masks. He pulls it off, and oh my god, it's a beautiful blonde white girl. They don't commit crimes. What? His fucking world is rocked, people. Rocked. He's been killing minorities left and right, but this that's okay because was- they're born criminals. But this. This girl probably had a reason for what she was doing. What the fuck? I think the part that really got him is he knew it was George's type of woman. I think it's because it kind of looked like his sister. Oh, that's a good point. Too. And he's just fucking... He finally is like, oh my God, what we're doing is wrong. But it feels so right. And uh, he's he, like, guys, we can, we got to go back to the cantina. I, I we mean, have to find these guys. Either something bad's going to happen or we're going to get some beers. I need something. So they arrive there. And immediately, 
something a bad good happened. I don't know <laughs> what to consider this. <laughs> well, it's different. There's some consent. This is the first time I think there's some consensual sex going on. In this you know movie. what? The, the second, because Lucy was into it. Oh, that's right. That was a very sweet tender scene. <laughs> and so, yeah. So I, I believe this is actually the same Mexican woman who asked for their IDs earlier in the movie. I might be wrong. It might have been. But she's a prostitute. Because, of course, you know, we're in the barrio. Any woman who's walking the streets naturally is a prostitute, I guess. I don't well, know. there was nothing else on the block. So they're casing that canteen out. Kevin's like, she's like, hey, big boy, hey, big spender. Would you like to go up to my room? And Kevin, he's just like comatose. He's like, yes, I would. What room is it? Guys, I'm going to go up to this room with her. Can you keep an eye on the cantina? And they're like, whatever. Well, sure, buddy. And so they go up. They have a little sex session. Get some nudity because it's been a while. It's been a while. And it's very robotic, but it gets the job done. We got Lucy telling Ernest Borgnine, like, your kid's out there murdering people. Well, she Lucy just, saw it. Yeah, she happened because she was going to get some scratch-off tickets. Yeah. And she's like, holy shit, is that Kevin and his grand gang? You think Lucy's clean? No, she's addicted to scratch-offs. She's spending five bucks a day on those bitches. And that was a lot back in 83. <laughs> and so, she, yeah, she witnessed the whole murder, you know, and... It's yeah. different when she's, you see a white person get she, killed. Yeah, she, of course, and, does the right thing and immediately tells a cop. Yeah, well, he tells her dad. She should she should actually go to the cops, but she yeah, goes to his dad. Yeah. He's like, I, he can, I, I can cover it up. And so, yeah, so there, he's concerned. He's like, he's like, oh, my, we got to do something about Kevin. We got to do something. Cut back to the cantina. The, they finally find that black fucking van. They don't. This could be anybody's black van, but they—it's their black van. They've decided. I don't care who the fuck owns this black van. I'm killing these people. Yeah. So, Kevin's—he's zipping up his pants. He's like, "Hey guys, what happened? While I was gone." They're like, "Kevin, black van." So Kevin goes, "Do this. Let's get the guns." So I walk into the cantina, and don't they just start immediately start they, opening no, fire? Open fire like the bartender's <laughs> in there, and he's bar. He's about to pour the five beers and, you know, give him a hard time. But as his luck would have it, they pick that is the right black van because our rapists are in the cantina. Yes. And to show how what a scumbag the main rapist is, he immediately grabs a woman for a shield. So he grabs a woman next to him. She's getting fucked because Kevin is just unloading his fucking gun. Meanwhile, while this is going on, Stan gets shot in the arm. Fred gets fucking shot in the Everybody. stomach. Oh, my God. And Kev- Kevin's even got shot. But he's, he's so rage-filled, he doesn't even know, feel it. Yeah. And he's just blasting people. He shoots a guy into a uh, fucking pinball machine. And he, the, he loses his ball because he tilts the fucking machine. Oh, That's God. the worst part. And he's just, he kills everybody. Or at least he thinks he does. Yeah. Because meanwhile... Our buddy, the bartender, was hiding behind the bar, comes up with a shotgun and shoots Scott and kills him. Scott, who deserved it more than anybody in this yes, movie. Yes, he did. Absolutely. But we're supposed, for some reason, we're supposed to feel bad for him. But Scott's a piece of shit. No, he's a total piece of shit. And that, it's hard to care about anybody in this movie. Kevin's just like, oh, Scott, oh, we got to get out of here. So, well, well, he's all fucked up. Stan, he's got enough presence of mind to go, guys, we get the fuck out of here. Scott's dead. Fred's dying. We got to go. Yeah. So they, they jump in the car. Kevin's driving. So instead of going to the hospital, because his fucking Fred's dying, too, they go straight to the frat house. No, they go to the fucking frat house. So 
Ernest Borgnine, he's aware of everything going on. He shows up to the bar and fucking Kevin's going back to the frat house with the wounded. And Kevin gets there and he's setting them down. And they're telling him like, oh, no, they're all dying. And Kevin is just like, what do I do? What do I do? What? Well, Kevin's do freaking I draw out. this shit. Well, he like animate he... it. <laughs> do I animate this? <laughs> do I what? What Star Wars reference can I use in this scene? How do I turn this into a Star Wars? That Star Explosion. And so while so he's just like it's all the gravity of the situation finally hits Kevin. Yeah. And he notices. He looks and he sees a yearbook, a yearbook from Malibu High. <sighs> And he's just taken back. He's like, was it really just three years ago? We were just, just three. We were just raping women and getting away with it, but it was fun. Yeah. And we were just drinking beers and shaving asses. Uh, Dad would come take me out of jail after a hard night's weekend of drinking. A buddy raping. fucking Kavanaugh. We were drinking. He had the fucking donkey dick dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> All of us. It's a, and, it's like, and like Fred's like, yeah, it was great. <clears throat> and he just dies. And that's the last straw for Kevin. Kevin is so done. He's, he's like, he's just like, I've gone too far. I, I can't survive. Even I, my privileged white ass is going to go to jail for this shit. Yeah. I, and you know, he takes the bitch way out, people. Dude, you think he's reaching for the pen? Drop another animation? <laughs> Turns out he's looking for the pin. Because he pulls out that crate of grenades that they found at the, those drug guys. Pulls it out. Meanwhile, Stan, I get, I was gonna say innocent, but he's not really innocent. But still, he doesn't want to die, so he runs in. He's like, Kevin, what, what's going on? It's all over. The horror, the horror. It's apocalypse now, now. And Kevin pulls the pin, drops the grenade, slow mo. The fucking Stan, no. And of course, as it's about to explode, the co- he hears the police roll up, and you just hear. Kevin's last words, Dad. Beautiful. Castle blows up. Castle blows up, and fucking Dad just tear runs down his eye. Lost all his kids. He's a, he's a shattered man. I thought this was a fun fucking frat movie, Murray. I know, man. It was like they, Colin Globus took us an emotional ride, roller coaster ride. In this they movie. really fucking did. They released this whole soundtrack on vinyl. So if anyone's out there. Look for Young Warriors on vinyl because I want this fucking... I want this. It was pretty sweet. I want this so bad. But you know what's also sweet, Griff? What's up? Next week, Griff, our next episode. One year anniversary! Of Golden Globe is leader. We had to call a little bit of an audible. Yeah. We had I some said. other plans. We but, had other plans. Yeah. We're gonna we're they're gonna get to them. We got some big we plans. Will. We will. Not that the plans I'm gonna talk about aren't big because they fucking are. Yeah. Because guys, like if this is the one year first of all, I'm shocked that we made it a year. We didn't fifth this is gonna be our fifty second episode in a row. How did we do this? I thought we'd be bored by fucking fifteen and we'd be done with this Told shit. Told you. Told you. But we did it, Griff, and we and we to do it. We got it. We can only way we can celebrate is with my fucking that not a great ninja movie, Griff. The greatest ninja movie Dude. ever made. A Golden Globe is classic, starring my favorite ninja and yours, yes. Shokazugi. Guys, we're doing part two. It's been a long time. We did part one in the beginning of our fucking show. Yeah, people love it. Finally, and part two. So. The unofficial part two, because none of the movies have anything in common except for the man, Shokazugi. You know what we're talking about. We're talking about Revenge of the Ninja, yeah. my favorite ninja movie of all time. 
and yours and everyone listening. It should be because it's awesome. And we're going to do it and we're going to celebrate in style. Maybe. I don't know. We have nothing planned. But <laughs> you're going to enjoy it because it's a great fucking movie. Watch it and then listen to our episode next week. And as always, keep it warm. A Golden Globus production. Another good one from Canon.